This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Sometimes the economic implications or ramifications, and we'll get around to that uh, into our three. John Turley, you are our friend who's a risk management consultant specializing in capital markets on Bay and Wall Street. It's going to weigh in. we got our panel topics worthy of discussion. Of course, could be topic worthy of discussion, COVID-19. When it comes to travel, you heard the prime minister and his presser. We played live here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, where he was submitting that Canadians abroad ought to get home as soon as possible. And there are implications within that uh, advisory as well. Some people will not be covered by travel insurance, and I'm thinking about snowbirds specifically. Let's get the, the details as to how this is all playing out. Martin Firestone has joined us on the line, the president of Travel Secure. That's a travel insurance broker. Martin, appreciate you coming on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My pleasure. Thank you. So, Martin, where does the prime minister's pronouncement leave snowbirds exactly? It, it's a mess. I, I am shocked at how... We used to use the term fluid. It is absolutely out of hand right now. So we have snowbirds. The ones that are currently away, they're very concerned about, A, will their coverage continue? Can they extend if they don't want to come home? And if they do come home early, what are the implications with that? So we have that situation of an early returning snowbird. If he did buy additional insurance, he will be eligible for a refund of unused days. We have snowbirds that are staying there and not heeding the advice of the Prime Minister and need extension days. So that opens up a whole other can of worms now where now some of the insurers are walking away from extensions and saying we're not going to offer them. So that that's created quite a problem. And then also what else he talked about today was if you were quarantined because you had uh, symptoms and they weren't allowing you back in, then what's that say about getting additional insurance? Wow. So all these different permutations as to how the insurance uh, part of the equation fits into their travel plans. It's huge. And and not to mention a story uncovered yesterday, which I think is shocking, and that's that the retired teachers of Ontario, and then for that matter, every province, it seems, those associations and plans, the insurer, insurer sent a, a email to all of them advising them they have 10 days to get back to Canada or their insurance or as the insurance is stopping at that point. So you have people talking to people and saying, isn't your insurance over in 10 days? Mine is. And it's just, it's a, it's opened up just a, an entire world of, of everybody just, just, just running around right now. Yeah. All right. And so if they do come back earlier than planned, uh, you said earlier, some will get a refund. I don't know how the teachers, a retired teacher's plan works, but uh, do they pay into that so that they would qualify for a refund as well? No, I, I think theirs is different. It's like a 92-day annual that allows them to travel up to 92 days, step back, and it refreshes itself. It, it, it's While I'm not sure of the details of it, I guess the, the part that's really just come to, to light is that they could be deemed that they have 10 days to get back and they no longer have coverage. So they absolutely, even if they purchased additional coverage for a longer time there, are not, are not going to get it, nor is it going to cover them. So they are one sect of people that have to get back because they will not have coverage on day 11. Again, Martin Firestone's with us, president of Travel Secure. That's a travel insurance broker on this matter of the travel advisory from the prime minister. 
get back to Canada. Some people are going to be hung out to dry insurance-wise if they decide to stay wherever they are. Uh, More than likely, I'm talking snowbirds down in Florida or Arizona. And if they're down there and they contract some kind of a disease and while in the hospital, suddenly the respiratory thing hits them, uh, coronavirus, whereas they might have been originally covered, they might not in the extended coverage if the new disease takes shape. Is that the point? Exactly, exactly. So the way it stands now with the majority of snowbirds that are down there, if they have coverage and they have it for the day that they're there and still there and they do suffer something related to coronavirus, they will be covered because they bought it long before it was even a terminology, yet alone the government warnings or anything. So that's fine. Question is, when they buy an extension, if they do, will COVID virus be covered on the extension? That's that's a big question mark. So so that's something you have to think about. And why I'm saying to most of my clients, you know what, I would get back regardless. Like you may think it's nice to remain down there and all that, but the, the coverage is so fluid where one day it could be enforced and the next day it couldn't. So it's it's problematic. At, at, at the end of the day, I think the answer is to get back to Canada, get back to Ontario in this case, and, and, and uh, be covered. Martin, uh, does that leave enough time for a lot of people to scramble and find a flight? I mean, we've even narrowed down the number of airports that will willingly take these travelers now. I mean, it's down to four, the major centers, Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, and Calgary. Yeah, there's implications all over the place. If they were driving, then they got to get packed up and ready to drive. If they were having their car driven home, then they've got to make arrangements for that. And I'm being told today the airfare rates that they're being faced with try to even get back on a Saturday are through the roof. So there's there's just not a lot of time to get yourself packed up, prepared, and ready to come home. And to come home to what? I would think 14 days of self-quarantined isolation. So it's just, it's uh, it's really problematic. By the way, do we know how many people this is impacting? Hundreds of thousands. Honestly, this is snowbirds are Florida, Arizona, California, all over the place. Um, One other point that I should discuss that's never happened before. Two of the carriers are now suspending future sales. So it was one thing a week ago to call it a known virus and we're no longer going to cover coronavirus. They've now come out and say, we are no longer doing extensions if you want it. And furthermore, we're not actually selling travel insurance anymore until this situation starts getting into a, a normal uh, routine. So that, that's, that's pretty uh, earth shattering in that respect. And I'm thinking too of people who may have rented properties into May or something like that. You know, they got to yeah. quit that property. They're still on the hook. Well, that's interesting. So had they taken out trip cancellation and interruption, that's now what you call an interruption, okay, which should cover them in the event that they have a couple months left in rent or things like that. Actually, some people go back and forth. So they're in Canada now, want to go back and close up these rentals. They have to get out of them. So the the implications are just all over the place now with what to do. The other thing is with, with this advisory that was done on Friday, it's for non-essential travel basically to the world. So what the government did was say the world's a hot spot right now. The problem with the carriers is the clause that allowed you to cancel was the one that read a travel three advisory to a country, region, or destination. So I'm getting vibes from from the insurance companies, and some of them are saying, I don't think they're going to be able to cancel just because they can't go to Arizona. Arizona was not you know, Iran, South Korea, China, or Northern Italy. So that's going to be the next challenge we're all going to face is whether the insurance companies are going to pay out based on on the existing countries that did truly have travel advisory warnings or now as of Friday, the world, which was told as Canadians not to travel to. Right, or coming back from, uh, if you've got the disease, you've got to be quarantined over there, don't you? You do. 
And, and if your insurance was over on, on that date, who's looking after you now? I understand there is some contingency fund that's going to be created to look after Canadians who will no longer have travel insurance or the costs of medical care because they can't get back to Canada because you're not letting them in and you need them to have their 14 days or 30 days, whatever it is, if you physically have the disease. So it's, it's, it's really a problem, really a problem. You hung out to dry. Uh... You got it. Yeah, Dog's Breakfast. Martin, I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll keep up uh, dated on this and abreast of the situation. Very fluid, as you say, uh, so many different permutations. Appreciate your weighing in this afternoon. My pleasure. Take care. You got it. Martin Firestone, president of Travel Secure. That's a travel insurance broker. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.